0: Wishing everybody uh, happy uh, Independence Day on this 15th August uh, na- uh, 2020. Uh, today, on behalf of Indic Academy, we are presenting a very uh, fiery web- web- webinar with um, uh, Honorable Minister Ms. Smithy uh, Smriti Raniji and Ms. Uh, Shafali Ubaidya. Uh, a little bit of- Indic Academy. Indic Academy is a non-traditional university for traditional knowledge. Uh, we are essentially seeking to bring about a global renaissance of Indic civilizational thought. We are pursuing a multidimensional strategy across time, space and cause by establishing centers of excellence, transforming intellectuals and building an ecosystem. We have various centers such as uh, Center for Sustainability, Center for uh, Traditional uh, Knowledge Systems. Uh, Indic Today, Indic Book Club, I would request our viewers to go take a look at www.indicacademy.org. To give a brief introduction about uh, Mrs. uh, Honorable Minister, Mrs. Smriti Iraniji. She is an Indian politician, a former model, and a television actress. Uh, She's currently uh, uh, serving in the Cabinet Ministry of Narendra Modi as Minister of Women and Child Development and also as a Minister of uh, Textile Ministry. Uh, <clears throat> uh, Shafali Bhatia is a well-known columnist, has been a part of the Indic Academy since its inception. Um, ha- her recent book, Marathi book on uh, Ghar Hindate Akashi, has been a bestseller in Marathi. She holds a master's degree in mass communication. I request Shafali to uh, start the webinar. Thank you. Thank you so much,
1: Yogini. And thank you so much, Smritiji, for being here today. It is a real test for me to talk to somebody as feisty and articulate as you. And all the audience is eagerly waiting for you to you know, start uh, doing the straight talk. So I won't waste much time. And uh, I want to ask you a question. Yogini has already introduced you. But all of us know you as a very successful person who has been an outsider in practically every field that you've attempted. You've been an outsider in acting, you've been an outsider in politics, you've been an outsider in the ministry, and in Ameti, where you have defeated Rahul Gandhi. You were always uh, taunted as an outsider by the Congress people. So right now, when there is so much of a debate going on on nepotism in films, in uh, politics, in uh, media, in pretty much every field, and you have never been on record on nepotism, but I think uh, you are the best person to talk about it. And what is it to be an outsider, uh, but just uh, taking on all these bastions and winning? How does it feel to be an outsider who always comes and, you know, throws all the nepotistic people aside and carves out a niche for herself.
2: And I'm grateful because people say very few people can do my speech. So, Indic Academy could successfully do it for the past 10 minutes is a history or historical record of sorts. Shifali, I think it's very strange that some people come out in the political opportunity hindustan ki nagrikta grahan karte हैं, उन्हें कभी outsider नहीं kaha जाता। और मैं जो isi देश में, isi dharti पर janmi Ho, pali हूँ, hu main agar amethi se chunav ladu athwa mumbai ja kar karu to mujhe outsider ki drishti se koi jawab dena i think mean, that is one okay. of the quintessential problems in our narrative ki agar karte that all indians are born equal we need equal opportunities for everybody. Can we afford on this day where we celebrate our independence, we celebrate our sense of equality, our sense of liberty, our sense of being multicultural yet one under one constitution? Can we truly now afford the tag of outsiders for fellow Indians? ये hindustan में political नेपोटिज्म को जो परिवार परिभाषित करता है, उस परिवार के एक अभिन्न अंग को और निवर्तमान कांग्रेस के राष्ट्रीय अध्यक्ष को में परास्त करने का मुझे मौका मिला। But I think that one need not be myopic when we look at that particular electoral win because that win cannot only be limited to स्मृति rani's contribution politically to that Lok Sabha constituency. There has been a five decade wait for change, for development in that constituency. There's also been an underlying threat for those who have risen against that political dynasty in that area. It is easy today for us to talk about it online. It is very difficult when you're on the ground, when your livelihood is at stake, when the personal security of your family and yourself is at stake, and that is why we had a group of karakartas, we had a group of swayam sevaks, who for the past four decades tried to raise their voice against the dynasty and paid a heavy price for it. I think that in those ki team, in hmm. 2014, mein, there was only one promise I made to them. There was a sense of despondency and people said, you are coming, you are coming, and when you are to and the promise that I made to everybody in 2014 in Amethi is that you don't worry. I am here. to until the wish is fulfilled, I And that is why today, when I look at Amethi, I talk about with pride about the fact that I Sansad, is A because I think that when you connect with people emotively. There is an understanding. There is a Sankalp that people undertake that you are here to contribute to their family's better future. And that is why they become partners in administration. They become partners in your political journey. And that is the stark reality of a meeting. Similarly, uh, as you rightfully pointed out, when I began my career in media, I was, yes, a rank outsider, came from Delhi, had absolutely no contacts. But I was extremely different. I was extremely confident, and for some reason, I just knew that this is the place for me to be in. There was absolutely no background creatively for me to have such bolstered ambitions. In fact, my mother once admon- uh, literally admonished me and said, Itna tumhe Because we came from a very humble background. And somehow I knew that if there is space for talent and sheer hard work, I will make a space for myself. There were times when people told me, Kaise I said, I will outwork everybody else. Tum kaam hai, kaam and I think that when I look back at my efforts in the industry, I became known for that. That Priti Irani will do three shifts in a day and she will not tire out. I would enter a studio at nine in the morning leave the next morning six o'clock after working two ships and two cereals and still come back smilingly at nine o'clock the next morning, because I was grateful for the opportunity to prove myself. And I think one of the biggest blessings and support was the absolute support from the viewership. And I think that helped me survive no matter what the challenge. So I think that today, when we talk about nepotism in the media business, when we talk about cliques, when we talk about power blocks, today at least they are mediums of conversation. When I am talking about the power blocks, I actor Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, ke Madhyam se, be able to do it and In fact, if you are not that's a sure shot way of losing your job. So I am glad today, young actors have opportunities and platforms for discussion, for deliberation.
1: Uh, Smriti ji, you made a very valid point that when you went to Amiti in 2014, people there said that you are and you are not here to stay. And that is a narrative that you get a lot even from weavers. And I see I go to a lot of weaving clusters, I meet a lot of weavers. And because you are handling textile ministry, if Outside people come there, the general uh, uh, attitude is, you're going to give us some new ideas, but this is not going to last. You're going to go away. Because this is what they have seen for the past 70 years. They have seen a whole nexus of NGOs who act as a wire media between the government and the weavers, who promise very great things and who say that we are going to change everything. We are going to give you constant work, ready work and all of that. But nothing stays And this is a pattern that has been happening in textile industry. It's been happening in Amiti as well. No, they based their entire political
2: discourse and their desire to extract funds, not only through government sources, but international sources or sources which stemmed from industry on the premise that we uh, are connected to the uh, clusters and the grassroots weaver and I think that there was a deliberate attempt to ensure that a disconnect continue। तो कई बार आप अगर मुंबई जाएँ, दिल्ली जाएँ, या industrial hubs में जाएँ, specially उन परिवारों तक पहुँचे जो philanthropy करते हैं। they used to say हम तो इतना पैसा देते हैं समर्थन के लिए, नीचे तक पहुँचता क्यों नहीं? Weaver को इस बात की to नहीं होती कि इतने सारे लोग हमारा समर्थन करना चाहते हैं, सोशल एक्टिविज्म की दृष्टि से मिडिलमेन खड़े हो गए थे उन लोगों ने डिस्कोस का दोनों तरफ से फायदा उठाया एक तरफ इंडस्ट्री के पास सरकार के पास बार बार ये कहा कि जी हम तो मदद कर रहे हैं सब बहुत लाचार हैं आप हमको पैसा दीजिए दूसरी और वीवर के यहाँ पे एक सतत रखा कि क्या क so there was a deliberate attempt in my experience of four years in, in textiles to ensure that the gap in communication ensues. And I feel that one, uh, and you rightfully said, Shifali, that it's been a seven-decade-old challenge. A recognition today has come that this has not been happened. This has a deliberate attempt to disconnect those systems that we want to do with Weavers viewers aur sath a deliberate attempt that hai coffers se jo paisa to ek group ban jaye cooperative ke naam weaving society ke naam se aur un tak pura ka pura tantra simit so our efforts in the past 4 years have been to break that nexus and to ensure that if there is a sarkari let's say order or a sarkari scheme we leverage our field offices We leverage our association with state governments, with district administration. And not only that, we ensure that all arms of government of India can collaborate in making sure that our weavers are supported. So, for instance, when Mudra Yojana was announced, it was not announced for weavers, but we spoke to the Department of Financial Services and we said, can you help us come together and in weaving clusters do mudra camps? And I know that there are many naysayers for all projects that Narendra Modi offers to the country because there are many who are waiting in the wings to say, kaam and that is why stage one, we collaborated with the Department of Financial Services. We actually got 16 nationalized banks together, public sector banks together, and we reached out to all weaving clusters and we said, do the first round of access to credit for weavers. And in the second round, we said, do a research which can be propagated in the halls of power that once a, re- uh, once a weaver has access to credit, their income goes up by 50 to 60%. So those naysayers who would say, mudra ka kya hoga? Unke liye in fact, ek study. Bhi karwai, ki dekhe, जब सरकार के तंत्र के माध्यम से जिला प्रशासन के साथ सहयोग करके प्रदेश सरकार का समर्थन पाकर हम मुद्रा के कैंप्स करते हैं तो वीवर्स की एक्चुअल इनकम बढ़ती है और मैं यह भी कह दूं शिखाली हाल फिलहाल में एक बहुत सो कॉल्ड व्यक्ति ने कहा है से क्या होगा मतलब टेक्नोलॉजी वीवर से हमेशा दूर <laughs> रहे ऑफ कम्युनिकेशन से हमेशा दूर रहे ताकि that they collectively cultivated hmm. a dependency of the weaver on a select few so that the weaver cannot directly benefit. So, what
0: did
1: we do? See, this is the next point I'm coming to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let's say you got a lot of land from that nexus. Yeah. So you got a lot of luck recently and this is because exactly for this attitude that uh, when the ministry uh, disbanded handloom board, handicraft board and powerloom board. But even here, the kind of outrage was very selective. When the powerloom board was uh, disbanded, there was no outrage. But when handloom and handicraft (laughs) boards were uh, disbanded, there was a lot of outrage and the outrage was from expected quarters. The outrage was from the prima donnas of culture. Who for years were a part of the cultural if you are truly culturally, if you are truly, truly culturally
2: embedded in the indian ethos hmm. then the first sign of it is that you will shrug the tag of prima donna the indian cultural ethos <laughs> does not propagate ahankar in positions of service so those who you call prima donnas Do not do a disservice to Indian culture by saying that they are prima donnas of Indian culture. They are not. Because Indian culture teaches you Vinamrata. Indian culture teaches you collaboration. Indian culture teaches you how to amalgamate forces societally so that the weakest and the poorest benefit. So do not confuse the wine and cheese gang with cultural prima donnas.
0: Okay.
1: So, but the kind of flack yeah, that you got... I'm not or...
2: political sari
1: shoppers. <laughs> <laughs> political sari shopper is a great way to describe the so-called zarinas of culture. But the kind of flack that you got for handloom board, when do I, I, I asked like, these people... Do I name, like the kind? Name five policy decisions. No, do I
2: look like the yeah, kind opinion. who will shrivel up and die just because some prima donna does not like me? <laughs> I have been no. at the receiving end as HRD minister, as INB minister, as textiles minister for issues where I'm trying to break nexuses. And I'm pretty thick-skinned when it comes to a certain lobby attacking me. Because my constitutional responsibility is to ensure that the benefits of government programs reach the weakest, the poorest, the the segment of society that needs the most support. And for that, if some prima donna writes some Facebook post, looking at my background administratively, I couldn't care less. However, I must say this, whenever there is constructive criticism, especially criticism that comes from any segment of polity or any thought process. I'm more than happy to embrace that constructive criticism because I feel that no human being is perfect. So for me, the more I learn on the job, the more I can facilitate collaborations, no matter what your political background, I'm happy to collaborate and converge on efforts for the greater national good so my uh, approach administratively and as a human being has always been कि भी अगर कुछ कंस्ट्रक्टिव बोले तो सुनो अगर भी में आपके साथ सकता है आगे आ सकता है योगदान दे सकता है तो आप उसको उस कार्यक्रम में because look at the prime minister what does he say he says that we as Indians need to come together for the greater good, not only of India, but the world. And he does not espouse that come together only those who voted for us. He says, come together irrespective of our political differences, our ideological differences, if you truly believe that India deserves a better future.
1: So this brings to my me to my next question again you have been accused of promoting the same people who have acted against this government's policies oh in CA, in NRC, who have been very vocal and you have I been accused of uh, promoting them using their hashtags vocal for handloom. So but how does that work? I, my I, question I, is, yeah. see, uh, just let me complete the question KBG. So when the other parties are in power, they have a clear power structure, right? They will perpetuate only their own people. They will never say the kind of stuff that you said. If we are in the Reich, we will work with the people. It's not something
0: that they will ever सत्ता
1: सत्ता
2: say. But we say it. That's why today it's not in the power of God. That's why today not in power Because the system of the country's coterie system and leadership I am not promoting the National Handloom Day hashtag of anybody. People need to be mindful that National Handloom Day was established by All those bleeding hearts hmm. need to know before 2014, there was no National Handloom Day. Secondly, I had fought for my ideology. एक इजी सीट से नहीं लड़ा था। आप अगर मेरा इलेक्टोरल इतिहास देखें हैं, तो मेरा इलेक्टोरल इतिहास हमेशा टफ सीट से लड़ने का रहा है। तो जिसने छाती पर दुश्मन के वार सहे हैं, उसकी पीठ पर अगर मीठी छुरी भूख दो, तो उसका सामर्थ्य अब वार सहने का इतना बढ़ चुका है, कि वो मुस्करा के आग वो इस बात का संकेत देता है पूरे राष्ट्र को कि नरेंद्र मोदी ने विवर के सम्मान में जो हैशटैग स्थापित किया उस हैशटैग को उस कार्यक्रम को मैं एक्सेप्ट करती हूं और मैं लोगों को आपके माध्यम से बताना चाहती हूं मैंने 20 साल मीडिया में काम किया है और मैंने पहला चुनाव तब लड़ा था जिसके बाद तुरंत कांग्रेस की 10 साल सरकार रही I आज तक किसी platform पर not कहा platform. आज आपके that as a media person, I asked that the ऐस is that the message 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 is that the writer ना that the है, कही है कहीं the and this is मध्य में होता था जो the one who is 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 the कार्यक्रम करना the रही थी तब एक कॉल दिया गया था the one who is the one who is the one And she gave a call for boycotting IFI against the government of India. And that is why I stood up in front of my industry and I said that I have been at the receiving end of all the brunt because I was ideologically inclined to the right. But today if you boycott IFI, just because Modi is the prime minister, you boycott India. And I still remember at that time, many actors went against that call for boycott and landed up in Goa for India. Mm -hmm. So I think that when Narendra Modi says that for a national rather big cause, irrespective of our differences, irrespective of our deliberations and the toxicity that we see today, if you can come together, let's work together. Why? Modi worked with so many people who abused him, who did grandstanding. There's so many newfound entrants into the right-wing post-2014. Didn't we accept all of them? So I feel that (laughs) meethi churi sometimes come out when I'm blessed with a certain successful endeavor, and that's a part and parcel of political life. You cannot be dissuaded by it. Those who have worked on the ground Before the historical victory of 14 and 19, those who have not been political survivalists, but have been Qatar Bhajpai, they will understand what I'm talking about.
1: Fair enough. My next question is specific to textile ministry. When this whole vitriolic uh, propaganda was going on that this government has disbanded handloom craft, handloom board, and handicraft board. So because of that, this government doesn't want to listen to people. To listen to people. And I have called a lot of viewers I know personally for this webinar and they are also listening to you, Smriti Ji. But in that propaganda, somewhere there was <laughs> a propaganda that with this, अभी अगली बारी है वीवर्स सर्विस सेंटर्स की टेक्सटाइल मिनिस्ट्री वीवर्स सर्विस सेंटर भी डिसबैंड करने वाला है अब ये मैंने खुद सुना हम लैला तय्यब जी का नाम
2: जानबूझ के नहीं ले रहे हैं और उसके लिए आपको अभिनंदन है शिफाली जी शायद देश के वीवर्स ये नहीं जानते कि जब मुझे टेक्सटाइल मंत्रालय का दायित्व सौंपा गया था तो मैंने सबसे पहले वो सारे प्रतिष्ठित लोग जो वीविंग कम्युनिटी की आवाज उठाते थे देश की राजधानी में उनको आमंत्रित किया कुछ प्रतिष्ठित डिजाइनर्स को भी आमंत्रित किया और आज मुझे दुख के साथ कहना पड़ रहा है क्योंकि मैं चुप हूं पिछले 3-4 साल से मैंने सबसे कहा भारत सरकार की ओर से आपको आर्थिक और प्रशासनिक समर्थन मिलेगा देश में 28 वीवर्स सेवर सेंटर्स हैं आप कृपया आइए और हमको बताइए हमसे ज्यादा अनुभवी आप हैं कि इन वीवर सर्विस सेंटर्स को हम कैसे बेहतर कर सकते हैं क्योंकि देश का बुनकर दिल्ली नहीं आता उसको वीवर सर्विस सेंटर जाना पड़ता है एक्सटेंशन ऑफिस जाना पड़ता है सहयोग लेने के लिए कोई भी नहीं आया मीटिंग डर मीटिंग दो तीन मीटिंग्स के बाद इस बात का हमें � and the Weaver Service Center, and help the government to make the weaver's support, this work is very different in our own. And this was very important Because hmm. I think administration after administration, the nexus of certain voices have stifled attempts to better infrastructures in our Weaver Service Center. और देश के आजादी के बाद पहली बार नरेंद्र मोदी की सरकार में क्योंकि व्हाट यू कॉल प्रिमाडोनर्स उन लोगों ने मदद नहीं की तो हमने निफ्ट के साथ एक सहयोग मांगा और यह सहयोग उचित भी है हमने कहा वो छात्र जो टेक्सटाइल का भविष्य होने वाले हैं हम चाहेंगे कि वो वीवर क्लस्टर्स में जाएं ना सिर्फ बल्कि साथ ही वहां के वीविंग पैटर्न्स को समझे और मॉडर्न डिजाइन कॉन्टेक्स्ट में उसको ढाले तो पहले चरण में नौ का अपग्रेडेशन और दो अहमदाबाद और दिल्ली की फोटोग्राफ्स तो मैंने ट्वीट भी की हैं
0: और 28 के
2: 28 वीवर सर्विस सेंटर्स के अपग्रेडेशन के लिए हमने निफ्ट को 30 करोड़ रुपया दिया है इस बात के Hmm. लेकिन साथ ही यह कहना उचित होगा कि भारत सरकार के 100 ऑफिसिस फील्ड एक्सटेंशन offices, टेक्सटाइल में हैंडलूम की दृष्टि से आज भी चल रहे हैं और प्रदेश व जिला hmm. प्रशासन के अगर आप देखें सो so इन 720 offices across the country सर्विंग our viewers. तो जिन लोगों ने हाई तौबा मचाई वो शायद भूल गए हैं कि नहीं भारत में टेक्नोलॉजी के माध्यम से सच बहुत जल्दी सामने आ जाता है,
1: fair enough अभी आपने यह बात की कि अगली जेनरेशन को वीवर्स के साथ जुड़ना चाहिए। इसमें जब मैं रिसर्च कर रही थी कि टेक्सटाइल मिनिस्ट्री ने इतने दिनों में 2014 से लेके क्या काम किया, तो मुझे एक बात बहुत बहुत मजबूती से मेरे सामने That is your ministry has invested a lot in the continuing education of the weavers and also in the formal education of the weaver's children. Obviously, this was a problem that has been happening for many years now. My question is, why have the previous government never paid any attention to this? Does it mean that they were only peddling poverty porn? They only wanted weavers to be poor and uneducated and, you know, only dependent on them. They didn't want them to learn new skills. Is that the reason?
2: Difference between previous government and this government is that your prime minister is a taskmaster. They don't have confidence in the wrong direction. They audit performance audit what changes you have come to the ground, how much effort you have come to the ground. And if you've seen the last four years of the they were out of 44 schemes of the Ministry of Textiles surrendering money for over 60% of the schemes. अगर आप 5 साल तक एक इतने बड़े सेक्टर के सारे की सारी संसदीय वित्तीय घोषणाओं के बाद बजट सरेंडर कर दो तो आप कैसे अपेक्षा करते हो कि वो सेक्टर सर्वाइव करेगा दूसरा कई बार मैंने देखा है कि लोगों को इस भ्रम में रखा गया क्या आप अगर इन सर्कल ऑफ कल्चरल एन्थूजिएस्ट को कल्टीवेट करेंगे तो आपके काम की वाहवाई होगी। आप अगर इस कोटरी ऑफ जर्नलिस्ट को जो वीविंग से टेक्सटाइल से संबंधित है, उनको कल्टिवेट करोगे, तो आपकी वाहवाई बहुत होगी। तो कुछ लोग ऐसे थे जो मात्रों और मात्रों पॉलिटिकल सरवाइवल के लिए इन का एक शिकार हो गए या हिस्सा बन गए। अब मेरी थी कि मैं I have never aspired to be liked. And I think that has been one of my biggest political challenges. Because when you aspire to be liked, when you aspire to be written about, that is when the whole course of your action changes. I have been very blessed... In fact, Shifali, when I took oath, I still remember when I first filled my form as the Rajya Sabha nominee from the state of Gujarat, if anybody looks at the photograph, you will uh, see the erstwhile chief minister of Gujarat, Narendra Modi standing there while I handed over my nomination papers. And this is a story which is not publicly known. That was in Gandhinagar when I handed the papers. And there was just two of us, me and my husband. And we handed the papers. There was a lot of uh, outburst of joy because there were other candidates who were celebrating the fact that they are going to Rajya Sabha. And I quietly just packed my bags and my paper and I said, I'm going back to the guest house because I was never a part of political revelry. I went back to the guest house and just as I sat down, I got a call. Ki, ji, aap unke paas gujarat says some bandit, में gujarat sarkar ke जो policies hain uska pura adhyayan paper came to me in just 2 hours of filing my nomination paper wow. so my taskmaster boss imbibed in me that sense that this is not a position of privilege so that you may enjoy This is a position of service where you need to be from the word go, prepared to defend the rights of those who have been totally debarred from the fruits of development. So given that that has been my political administrative history, uh, inspired by Narendra Modi, I never came into either HRD, INB, or textiles to be liked. I
1: came here to work. Amazing. Uh, As any entrepreneur wants, and this is not a problem unique to textiles alone. Basically, the problem of small entrepreneurs is the same. Everybody wants access to easy credit, access to raw materials, access to markets, and ability to get new designs and to sell their wear, they need to get direct access to markets. So what is the textile ministry doing for weavers in these particular areas? You talked about credit by saying that uh, mudra loans have been given. And I I can see from the data that even in the Jandhan accounts that have been opened, there have been accounts of women weavers and who form more than 70% of the weaver population. But what about the other things? What about access to design elements? What about access to markets? What about training (laughs) the weavers to be able to handle The reason why I'm having this conversation today is to actually
2: reach out and appeal to every conscientious Indian who wants to help in these two very intrinsic elements. One, as you said, the design component, two, packaging. Because in the past four years, we've managed to link a lot of weaving clusters with big companies under the India Handloom brand, which was established by the Honorable Prime Minister. And the reason mm-hmm. why we established that brand was that when you wanted to bring handloom into the popular discourse, especially make it appealing for the young, and there was a survey done by this government amongst youngsters, that don't you have handloom? So some people said that our color will be removed. We can't use it more than one wear. Se log usko kar sakte. And there has to be an understanding that if you make a natural material, se kapda Usme chemical dye infuse karte ho, that is not a marriage that's going to last. So under the India hmm. Handum brand, we propagated use of organic dyes and colors and ensured that our viewers understood that these are the market tastes. In fact, I was very delighted when we reached out to big brands like uh, Biba, Van Gusel and we said what can you procure from our clusters our clusters. And we were delighted when even a Van Nuysen. I remember when they made a shot made of handloom cloth. They added their own design element by saying, Humne mother of pearl buttons bhi man. So that excitement when you uh, you know bring together the best of practices, design possibilities is enormous. And uh, like I said, we were not mentioning the political sari shopper, but there was an annotation in one of the. Uh, pieces that was done hashtags. Siraf is August ke vocal for handmade Siraf, agarap pusi handmade hashtag ko yes. It created over 8 billion impressions in one day. Wow. When we looked at vocal for handloom, we looked at National Handloom Day. I had a chat with Sadhguruji in the evening under the hashtag of Save the Weave. The cumulative impression online for just one day touched 20 billion. Some might say, what is the We then contacted the e-commerce sites that we had alerted on the 1st of August itself. If such a big please we to procure from viewers to the So we can enhance sales. Every e-commerce company that was contacted declared to the Development Commissioner handloom that their sales went up five times. In fact, I can name one Craftsville. Craftsville saw a sales surge of 200%. So those wow. who say ki kya hoga, they need to understand that new properties of marketing and tools are now available where we can push not only narratives for change, we can also push sales. And if you've noticed, Shifali, on my Twitter feed and the Ministry of Textiles feed, we have started giving out the numbers directly of handloom weavers. Yes. We have said contact these people directly without any middle person. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that and we are being conscientious by taking their permissions before we make their numbers public so that we have uh, administrative and legal permissions to do so. Our next effort which we have already started in collaboration with GEM. We are today in a process of uploading the data of contact with 50 lakh artisans of our country. Wow. in the past four years did the Handloom survey, which has been pending for the past 10 years. We contacted artisans and included their Aadhaar number so that if we wanted to transfer something directly to their accounts, we had that data and now GEM has reached out and is starting to upload 50 lakh artisans' data so that center state agencies can procure from them directly. Also within our ministry now, we are making efforts to have the India platform to ensure that if an Indian citizen wants to get in touch for e-commerce opportunities with weavers and artisans, they can do so. I think in another next three to four months, we will see that fructified as well. We are hoping to tie up the delivery system with Indian Postal Services and hoping to tie up the payment services with the BMAP. So these are the changes which are being undertaken, which obviously those who are a part of the nexus would not appreciate.
0: Hmm. This is
1: very, in fact, I was going to tell you that uh, the the thing that the textile ministry did of sharing the weavers' numbers is a path-breaking thing because all these uh, prima donnas like Laila Tyabji, they control the weavers through their annual exhibitions. And because they controlled the access of consumers to weavers, there was always this via media, there was always this cog in the wheel. Now, basically, anybody wants to contact the weavers can do so and I also want to ask you, since this government has a lot of focus on the Northeast and the northeastern weaves are very unique in their designs, in their execution. And most of the weavers in the Northeast, they do the process from start to scratch, right from dyeing the yarn to weaving. So is there any special impetus given to the weaves of Northeast and uh, what are the schemes specifically Why for the we, Northeast? Weaves?
2: We have also made sure that the artists, artisans from Northeast get prominently featured with agencies and Export Promotion Councils like EPCH. Consistently for the past four years, we know that EPCH when, which is the Export Promotion Council for Handicrafts, does an exhibition in the months of October and also one which is in the beginning of every uh, year, where over 100 to 150 countries and big brands participate. And we've made sure that consistently for the past four years, Special weaves and artisan uh, material from the Northeast is made available for the world to come and purchase and place orders for. So our uh, effort is, and if you notice, Shifali, in the rationalization that we are doing within the ministry, we have not shut down export promotion councils, which will help link the artisan to the world market. The shutdown happened of those so-called advisors who met only three times in a decade, only for half a day not even for one hour, without any substantial policy change. So I think that the hubla was all about uh, wanting to be a political appointee.
0: And I appreciate
2: the Prime Minister, for he did not want to carry on the tradition. You know, it's very easy that when you can make yourself very acceptable in certain corridors of power by just having political appointees, who can espouse your greatness. It is very tempting for a politician to say, let's keep that system going. And I think that Narendra Modi needs to be complimented that he did not believe in that nexus. He did not believe in strengthening that coterie. Do you think he couldn't have benefited from it? He could have. There are many who switched sides after 2014 and especially so after 2019, who suddenly, who used to abuse him pre-14, have found him to be a messiah now. He could have cultivated the same coterie. He chose not to. Because he came with a mandate of breaking such nexuses to say that it is the right of the Indian people to have direct access to their government.
1: So this is one, one uh, USP of this government, one major USP, is the last mile delivery. And even today in his speech, the Prime Minister talked about two things. One, Atmanirbhar Bharat, and second, vocal for handmade. My question is, can the ministry have MOUs with other ministries like Ministry of Tourism, and promote textile tourism in a big way because many of our weaving clusters are also aligned with places of historical or heritage interest. For example, Kanchipuram, for example, Kashi. So can the two ministries work together to include oh, textile tourism, tourism as a niche tourism?
2: <laughs> yeah. It's amazing, Shifali, when we, talk about MOUs. we work under the leadership of the Prime Minister as a family. So, when I reach out to, let's say, Ravi Shankar Prasadji, I don't treat him as a counterpart to do a revue with. I reach out to him as a youngster who has seen his work for years on end and I say, please, Ravi ji, you common service center. What is your common service center? So that the weavers have access to all government support. We've managed to do in the past one year over 162 common service centers dedicated only to weaving clusters. So when I reach out to let's say Prakash Avdekarji and I tell him that in terms of your collaboration with let's say INB can we provide some capsules of certain weavers on Doordarshan or on radio? He doesn't wait for an MOU for us to uh, you know come together on. I think this is one of the biggest strengths of Modi government that we can pick up the phone, call each other and get going with regards to the change that we want to bring in terms of the positions that we currently hold administratively so when i so called are the, the craft department villages? Of financial are services proposed- when i yeah. called the department of financial services then the erstwhile finance minister arun J.T. was alive i didn't have to call him he said just call the officer and ask what you need and it shall be done hmm. so i think those are and i remember shushma ji was no longer amongst us I would go and say, Shushma ji, hand look ka hashtag, please, aap, uh, ye kar, please tweet kar or I would call up Rajnath Singh ji and say, please Rajnath ji, aap kar we've never had that system of uh, Jihazuri that you see in the Congress party where the first family is never available for dialogue. Here, no matter how senior our leadership is, we can no matter how small the karikarta pick up the phone, call our leaders and seek help and get that help.
1: So are there any plans of developing textile tourism? Are the craft villages that
2: we have already started that work with tourism? And in the last uh, celebration of the National Handloom Day, we have dedicated efforts towards 10 handloom and crafts villages in collaboration with state governments. The day that we uh, propagated that entire issue, we were joined by the uh, Chief Minister of Himachal Pradesh, Jairam Thakurji, After the program, Jairamji spoke to me and said, let's try and do this by the 2nd of October. So that is the spirit of collectiveness that we work with.
1: Very interesting. This brings me to another question, which is not really related to textile ministry, but sexism in politics. And you've been a victim of it. You've been probably, you're not a victim. Victim is the wrong (laughs) word to use for you. But you've been at the receiving end of uh, some of the most spectacular displays of sexism and which all of us have also experienced By on Certain Twitter. people who are parts of the political first family, certain people who are parts of the uh, right.
2: Editors Guild of India, uh, some most reputed editors and journalists. And there was a time when anybody who wanted to India themselves politically in the Congress ecosystem to Rahul Gandhi, and especially if it was a male, they would not bother but actually tweet out sexually explicit stuff to me so yes i've i've been there and seen all of it
1: in fact even your textile ministry has been used as a sexist jibe at you saying that oh because you're a woman you've been given textile industry and women and child development I what do you have that, to say about that <laughs> i think that
2: these jibes, in fact I was interested and I I unfortunately have this habit of looking at every tweet, every Facebook post, keep myself extremely informed personally and do not depend on any uh, data sets or agencies or people to tell me what is happening. There was one gentleman who tweeted to you today. What are you wearing for this interview with Smriti Rani? I don't think any man (laughs) has ever been asked. There was a gentleman who wrote... Why do you display your saree so much, Shifali? That is why people are yeah. asking the saree question. So I think that for me, uh, this is water over my back. Because the reason why they do this, the two kinds of attacks that I have faced, one, was the sexually explicit content that was put on. And two, uh, the fact that I was uh, unparagd. And I was happy to hmm. receive both of these attacks because it just strengthened my resolve to fight back. There have been times where I have been told by not politicians, but general Twitterati. So I can name a few people, like Vikas Pandey would call me, aap kuch mat bolo. Nupur, who is Op India uh, editor would tell me, ma'am, can you tone down? And I used to laugh at Nupur. I used to say, can you imagine you are telling me to tone down? But I think that the fact that these people who were pre-2014 dedicated to the cause, they understood that I'm at the receiving end and they defended me like family. So today if Tejinder Bagga needs me, I'm a phone call away. He calls me. And I feel that that has been one of my greatest strengths. The fact that Ankit Jain would defend me. He's never known me. He's just met me online. He's met me possibly once mm-hmm. or twice in his life. But the fact that they supported me meant a lot. Because these are people who are not aspiring for a political office or a political post. These are people who are supporting you because they care for what you stand for. And I think that has become one of my greatest strengths.
1: It has not been... That easy. is actually. yeah. It has not been... And easy. I can vouch for it. it I can just vouch, vouch for it. I have times when my personal relationships,
2: which I have made over the years in the industry, have been impacted. For instance, when the JNU controversy with Dipika Padukone happened, nobody knew that I had a very congenial working relationship with her as a media personality for years on end. Hmm. But the minute the JNU issue happened, I remember Prabhu Chavla and I was there in that conversation. And Prabhu was extremely hesitant in asking that question. He said, Sviti I will I know that you speak to her. And I turned around and told Mr. Chawla that honestly, if I strongly believe in the concept of standing up for your country, celebrating its very essence and its strengths and its paramilitary forces, I couldn't care less who I have a relationship with within the media or the political fraternity. There are certain issues which are intrinsic and inherent to my personal ideological nature. And for that, I will always speak. But in contrast, there have been certain narratives which have been appropriated by the liberal left. And I think it's time that we tell the world that this is not meant for their appropriation. This is a cause that every Indian, irrespective of right wing or left wing, believes in. For instance, nobody expected Narendra Modi to bring an amendment to the medical termination of pregnancy, nobody. Because it's not supposed to be a right-wing cause. We are supposed to be so conservative and regressive when mm-hmm. it comes to women's rights that there is no expectation that we will align the reproductive means of our women to the current existing medical systems. Nobody expected that the Prime Minister of the country will stand on Independence Day at Redford and talk about a sanitary pad. Hmm. In fact, I remember when Mansub Madhaviya, who the minister in charge, first introduced the one rupee sanitary pad. People around him were very squeam- squeamish about holding it for a photo op. And Bhai was couldn't care less. He took that pad, he stood there, he said, this is available in 6,000 janovshadhi kendra at the cost of one rupee. Please make sure that the word goes out so that women have access to it. So I think that now is the time for us to recognise that for too many years, we have been at the receiving end of the untruth that we are regressive when it comes to women's rights, when it comes to cultural discussions and deliberations. And why was this theory concocted? Because we not English well. Because we not in the power of And I think it is time for us to say ki we hum ek gaon se hain chote shehar se hain hum aapke tarah pharaatedar angrezi bolte hain hamare baap dada kabhi bhi kisi political seat per nahi baithe hain lekin my opinion counts and my
1: contribution counts so uh talking about ecosystem to carry your point forward, there is always a talk on Twitter a lot, on social media a lot about the so-called the right ecosystem that left a ecosystem gives their media, and they always stand for each other but even I'm if they the commit the other murder other. or anything they'll always stand for each other so how, what is your thought on this ecosystem? <laughs> and I think
2: right
1: wing yes, we do
2: not accept narratives, just because it is espoused by a few, even within our ecosystem. We tend to differ and that is the beauty of being a right-winger. We do not shy away from those discussions and debates. But yes, when the time comes where national values, national programs are challenged, we come together. We come together out of sheer respect for each other, and not because we are compelled by our ecosystem. So, many times, I get online Twitterati people say, "Arey, yar, ma'am, iska isse jhada ho gaya." Today we have this fight, tomorrow we have that fight. We don't talk about it. But come a challenge, everybody stands together. I remember somebody telling me, "Mata, ab logon ko shayad isunki upata lagega." Many times WhatsApp groups where the chat happens. In that regard, I get a knowledge about it. And someone had a WhatsApp group in two why is Rani talking to Shifali Vaidya? She's a liberal. And I was laughing. So I think that does not matter if we have differences. As long as we stand together for a national cause. I don't want to be a copycat of the left ecosystem, True. Shifali. That is the one promise I made to myself when I was at the receiving end, when I was working in the media as a bhajpal. Like I said, I fought an election post which immediately there was a decade of Congress rule. It was not easy. But the promise I made to myself is I will not become them. I will invite every voice possible, no matter how angry and toxic they have been, just to prove to them that we are not their prototypes. We will invite deliberation. We will invite discussion. And one of the greatest examples of it is the construction of the Ram Mandir. We did not do it by brute force of our majority. We hmm. did it in a constitutional fashion. We did it after the victory also. We were not in your face with regards to the Supreme Court judgment. And I think Gee, that, that is the whole got- of, our, of our ideology of our
1: political process and narrative. But Svriti Ji, let me play the devil's advocate here. What you're saying, I hear it on a theoretical level, that you are willing to work even with the ideological opponents as long as it's for the grand national narrative. I yes. hear and I understand you. But- but the point is that gives the advantage to the people on the other side because when their uh, ecosystem is in power, when their ideology is in power, they get all the opportunities anyway. You and that's how they build up
2: this that experience. experience. Shifali, I say this not with right? a sense of arrogance, but I say this with a sense of deep humility. I'm possibly mm-hmm. blessed to have gone in my Sangatam Yatra of 20 years to every nook and corner of our country, barring Lakshwadeep, I have been everywhere. And I will tell you the Indianness with regards to which politics today is approached. These people who have survived on the basis of nexuses, who have glorified their tapping of the door of the Supreme Court at 12 o'clock in the night, trust me, Shifali with my limited 20 years of experience, this challenge in India will never be repeated. Don't be, we hum, Hamesha always humble, we are always humble. I have seen my journey in the journey of the 20 years. Hindustan ab khada hua hai, Narendra Modi ke netritp. And the courage of Hindustan is not left, nor on
1: I think that is a very, very powerful statement to make. And on this note, I think we should end today's conversation. Thanks a lot for uh, taking every question with your usual customary flair and feistiness. And I've learned so much. And uh, wishing you all the best. Wishing the textile ministry all the best. And I'm hoping that this public uh, government partnership could particularly in text industry, because it is an industry that actually deals with people. It continues. And all this middle uh, management, jo hota hai, all the, this nexus of cultural zarinas, prima donnas, call it whatever, is blown away and it's never to be repeated. Because now we are in an era where artisan entrepreneurs can directly reach to people and the government's job is to be an enabler, basically. Not to do everything for them, but to ensure that they are enabled to reach the consumers directly. Thank you so much, Smriti Ji. And it's been a pleasure talking to you. And it's really been wonderful. Namaskar and happy Independence Day. Namaste. Happy Independence Day to you too. You made my Independence Day memorable.